There are, in our world, certain places that seem to draw on the strange. Tragic news on this, the first day of school in Chillhaven, as a local teen has been found dead, under what authorities are describing as mysterious circumstances. The unusual. So sleeping is difficult because I don't blink, so. Oh my god. The monstrous. <laughs> and then he vomits out his whole skeleton onto his desk. What? And when you were a hip young teen coming of age in one of these locations. So I'm like walking, trying to like subtly unzip my hair out of my backpack. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you are an aspiring scientific genius. What do they fluctuate, Zeke? Molecules? A burgeoning telekinetic. I think you have telekinetic powers. That's so specific for you to say right now. Um. <laughs> or a social media influencer. And she took a and she took a selfie too, and she put glass their fake glasses. <laughs> Your safety is not guaranteed. Why do I keep being made to look at things that shouldn't be? <laughs> In these dangerous times at Chillhaven High. Dangerous Times at Chillhaven High is a real play radiophonic supernatural teen drama. New episodes every Tuesday. Follow us everywhere at Chillhaven High. Hey, it's Dennis, editor and GM of Control Group. Let's give it up for our ads. And let's throw in one of our own. And I know what you must be thinking. Dennis, I'm already listening to the episode. Aren't I doing enough? And truly you are. But if you wanted to go the extra step, why not follow us? on Twitter, at CTRL Group Pod. There we post a lot of information, character portraits, and little promos to the episode so you can get a cute little sneak peek to get you excited before you listen. You can also go ahead and jump onto the Be Gay Roll Dice Discord server. There we have our own little special place where you can come and talk to us about episodes and episode ideas and systems. Do you have a system you want us to test? Go over to our Patreon. We have a special $5 dev tier where... Once you pledge to that, we'll go ahead to take a look at your system, give you a nice little preview, and then somewhere down the line, we're going to go ahead and give your system a try. And if you don't have a system to test, you can also join our Patreon for as low as a dollar. There, you can go ahead and get access to special tests that we put behind a paywall, because they're probably too stupid to go on the main feed. Also, it's tried and true, but smash that like and subscribe button below. If you're on Apple Podcasts, give us a review. Review. If you're on Spotify, give us five stars or however many you think is appropriate. Anyway, if you have the spoons to do this, go ahead. We really appreciate the support. We want to thank you, nevertheless, just for listening to our podcast. Enjoy the episode. Previously on It Came from Lake Mary. Both Nate and I have seen, like, really disturbing visions about this blood moon, and I think that something bad is going to happen in about a month. You know it would be a great spot to see the moon? The observatory. (gasps) Without thinking, still staring at the broadcast, Miss Vanessa utters, Don't go to the observatory. the eclipse is nearly to its full maximum. 
Everyone's taking a look at it, taking a break from the wedding party. And they stare up at the moon. And then they never look down. As you hear rumbles all around, it feels like multiple earthquakes are happening around Flagstaff. Oh my god. You guys all arrive, and Miss Vanessa isn't in this room anymore. Where'd she go? What, what, what do we do, Mr. Bowles? As... How do we stop this? Can I look around to try and find any clues? Yeah, you try to, and then Mr. Bones holds up a piece of paper. And he goes, everyone, Van left this for us. And he puts it back down on the table for y'all to read. Meet me at the observatory. We watch as a black Kia Soul rips up a hill. It passes through some iron rot bars that have been bent apart recently by a yeti. What? It finds a space big enough to drive through them and head up to its final destination, the Flagstaff Observatory. Along the way, Oliver Bones has been kind enough to regale you all with the tale of the last blood red moon about 50 years ago, as due to this one, he remembers everything from back then. You see a flashback with the carnage? Yeah. And you guys actually have a very similar beginning as you head out of the car and begin gearing up for your final battle. You are all kind of summoning the courage to head into the observatory, and you all get a few minutes to yourself as Oliver is explaining some other things to Robocop. But we find that both Nate and Vicky get a moment to themselves to talk. Oh, shit. Before we do this, get, is Vanessa awake? Did she want to wake from a call? Vanessa's yet? in the observatory, you believe. Oh, okay. She told you to meet you That's there. Right. Oh, yeah, okay, no. Okay. Yeah, we, we got to Enigma to find her gone. That's right. Okay, cool, cool. Vicky, uh, I think yeah? that where we went wrong before is that we didn't ask you what we should do first. You've always been the smartest of, of us, and I think that we need you to have a plan, okay? Uh, okay. D- d- do you have one? Actually, yes. I'm going to use my uh, off and right move mm-hmm. from Monster of the Week. All right. First order of business should be find, find Miss Vanessa. I imagine that she knows the other half of what we need to deal with all of this. If we can find a root cause of the portal, the biggest portal, we find Vanessa, then find the biggest portal, close it, and then we can start to clean up what we can. How do you How do you think we're going to close it? I, we've always seen monsters come out of the Undar, but we've never sent them back in. Is there anything... Can I search my uh, Undar encyclopedia by any chance? Yeah, you've been, you're currently, like, on the other side of the car, looking up everything you can, because Oliver told you everything about Lucy, the bargaining devil. Okay. So you're learning as much at this current moment about Lucy. Okay. But you're not, you're not eavesdropping on this conversation unless you want to be. Um, I think, I think I'm eavesdropping on it, but I'd like to look up if there's anything in my Undar thing about portals, or anything specific about... Yeah, if, if there's any information that's helpful towards how to close this thing. Yeah, there are... Actually, it's the first time you've really gone into depth about the portals, but it's not something you as a team have 
ever thought to do at this point. You're, you're kids, of course, you just, you have school and shit to deal with, and then you deal with a monster every month. You never think to... You guys have been dealing with the symptoms so long, you never thought to deal with the disease. As you realize that, you know, over the years as a hunter, like, Vanessa's cataloged, like, where portals are around Flagstaff and how the way you've been closing them by defeating the monster that's been sent out of them does close the portal, but there are magical ways to close portals before they even send out a monster from the Undar. Okay, so there are ways to close it. So, uh, with my always off and right move, uh, so if Nate goes along with Vicky's plan, he'll get a plus one forward to do so. If I rem- if I'm remembering it correctly. Yep. I think Nate's gonna like sort of like look back to the group and then like look back to Vicky and like sort of like usher her forward. Okay. He's gonna look to Vicky and say, "I, I don't know how to explain it, but I I think that." Whatever plan you come up with, I'm behind you. Thank you. And I wanted you to know, before we go in here, because I have that feeling again that maybe one of us isn't going to make it out of this, I want you to know that I'm grateful that you gave me a chance to be alive again. And I realize now that I don't want to die. So thank you, and I'm behind you all the way. I thought that was going to be it, the end of the thought. Like, I, I don't want to die. Silence. Thank you, Nate, and... I would prefer it if you didn't die either. Yeah, let's try that. That's probably the first priority for us, honestly. Everybody, everybody, try not to die! Got you, man. <laughs> That's like, I'm going to start chanting that. I'm serious this time, die. okay? <laughs> We've been lax on that rule before. <laughs> Can I take plus one forward to try not to die? <laughs> uh, yeah. Everyone gets plus one forward except Nate to try Damn not to die. Damn it! <laughs> oh, no. no. But you do still get plus one forward to enact Vicky's plan. As Nate, one of your hungers I sprung up on you from the last hunt was life. Oh, shit. Uh, you feel that hunger driving you, mostly. You felt like this might have been a chance to satiate that hunger, but now that hunger is driving you a little bit further, and at this point, you might do anything to make sure Nate survives. I feel that. Parentheses derogatory. (laughs) Anything, even if it kills me. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. As we zoom over to... Jack, Jack, you're looking over your phone for very dry and insipid text messages from Agnes about the prom date uh, (laughs) that you guys have with each other next month. And you start thinking, and this is something I meant to give you at the end of the last episode, but the flashback kind of ruined the tempo of that. But you remember your kiss with Melissa and your time spent with Melissa. And everything that might happen with Agnes. And you get your sex move. <laughs> Alright, so... I wish that's how it worked in real life. I think, yeah. <laughs> I think we could do, like... We saw... I said we saw a movie, right? Is that what we did? We saw a movie. And yeah. I think during the movie, it was super boring. And, uh... <laughs> it like, my most impulsive moment... This is, of course, right after I had just lost, you know, my best friend. Um, in my most impulsive moment, I uh, leaned over and kissed Melissa. I did my my sex move is when you have sex with someone, tell them why you don't belong in their world. 
if they agree, give yourself a condition to reflect. If they disagree, you get a string on them. And after the movie, I had second thoughts, and I was like, this isn't... I, I, I'm not some, you know, cool, romantic guy who can go hang out with people and meet people and... And uh, I told her that, that this, this wasn't my world. And she disagreed with me, but I didn't believe it. Um, I think that uh, since then, I've probably had that condition um, of weird. Imagine that being just like a normal sex move in real life. Like afterwards, you're just like, I don't belong in your world. Um, and here are three reasons why. Agnes, hey, I'm super excited for prom. Um, I... I don't know if you're like turned into a zombie or whatever, but I just, I just want you to know that like we're gonna go do something super dangerous, but we're gonna try not to die. So just if anything happens to me, I'm sorry, but like I'm gonna try and make that not happen so we can have the most awesome prom ever. <laughs> just this long block of text. <laughs> yeah. Are you gonna tell her you have a plus one not to die? Yeah. I'm gonna be like, I also have like a bonus. So if I roll, if I roll like a like a nine or like a at like a six, I could push it right over, so it's okay, <laughs> but it's only a plus one, so just in case. It's the language she understands. <laughs> yes, <laughs> actually, oh my god. <laughs> As Agnes is unable to read the text, she is hypnotized by the, the oncoming zenith of the blood red moon, uh, but I'm sure she'll really enjoy what a normal session. she wakes up. <laughs> As we pan over to Hunter, you've done all of your investigating about portals and about bargaining demons. Um, you learn ex exactly what they learned last time, that Lucy is an extremely, one of the most powerful beings in the Undar. Part of the council of the most powerful. The ones who run everything. The ones who drove the Darken out and let monsters run everything. The ones that dwindled their own food source, the moon, down to nothing. So she's like St. Patrick, but for the Undar? <laughs> kind of, yeah. Um... <laughs> but you do see under the weaknesses tab, uh, there is this inability to disregard a good deal. Oh, okay. I love the weaknesses tab. That's like the best part of the whole book. <laughs> <laughs> but as you're going through it, you switch over your apps to your messages app, and you see a bunch of wonderful texts from Paul that he sent in the past. And if you want, you can take your sex move as well, Hadley. It awakens something sinister within. Next time you take your eyes off them, they become their darkest self. Oh! I, I, I literally I literally inflict four harm on people when I stop looking at them. <laughs> so can I can I wait? Can I wait? So I'm like staring at everybody. I'm like, everyone... Eyes on me, eyes on me, everybody. Please do not lose eye contact with me in any capacity. Robocop, you're being really weird right now. I think we gotta you focus. Could, you could probably the exercise. The eye contact it. is making me uncomfortable. Yeah, Hunter won't stop looking down at the ground as you guys are all getting ready to head into the. See, Nate's gonna take this as like a, he needs a pep top kind of moment. So he goes over and like, listen, Hunter, this is what this is. What it's all been leading towards. Okay, this is the final season, final episode. Okay, we're Enigma Inc. God damn it! <laughs> Shakes his shoulders. It's like that Tyler the Creator um, 
lyric in uh, Are We Still Friends when he goes, I'm not going to end this season on a bad episode. <laughs> and he starts crying. Table talk, this is like Robocop's new powers. Is he could see the future in visions, and he could just make people turn into like their darkest self on a drop of a head. Okay, but Dennis, table talk, te- technical yeah. question. <laughs> what what does this mean? Like, for the upcoming... For the it depends fight. on how you how you roll during the next fight, but I'm probably gonna use it again. <laughs> no, use it against Dennis. Use it against him. Unless unless you're rolling really well, it's it's it's. No. It's Why would you be honest with me about that? Why would you be Look honest at Dennis. with me about Look at Dennis. Turn him into his darkest self. Turn yes. the narrator into his darkest self. <laughs> As you all begin to head off to the final destination, the. Flagstaff Observatory. A lot of you get a couple, a gr- uh, bit of ground heading towards it, and Nate, as you're about to step with the rest of your fe- friends, you feel a bony hand on your shoulder. Wait, wait a second. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> it's got a really good joke. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. So your darkest self, Dennis, is the narrator. I look at you, and then I look away, and then you say, somehow, the Sandman returned. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow. I thought about it, having another sound. <laughs> and everybody goes, Somehow? What? Where, where, where did he come from? The ancient Sith magic. Anyways, continue. I'm Sith sorry. <laughs> Nate, you feel a, a bony hand on your shoulder. Mr. Bones, come on. We, we gotta go save Vanessa. We gotta stop this portal. Hey, um, kid, and you've noticed that since the blood red moon, like, Oliver has dropped all affectation to his voice. He goes back to how Hadley played him in the flashback. It was just a regular guy from Philly. <laughs> I, when we get in there, I need you to know that whatever happens, it's supposed to happen. Uh, Nate's gonna like knock Mr. Bones' like arm off his shoulder and be like, "I'm tired of that, okay?" I don't want that to be my life anymore. I know that things will go how they're supposed to go, but God damn it, I want to. I'm gonna do my best to make it, to make my own choices. And you see Oliver look at you with this. It's almost shame. You. You sound a lot like him. <gasps> like who? And as you ask that question you hear a big, magical explosion happen deep within the observatory. We have to go! As you run in to see where the magical explosion happened, you eventually wind through the hallways of the observatory, dark, really decrepit as monsters have kind of taken to this place as this hot spot. Luckily, there seems to have been like a little bubble around the observatory where the monsters have stopped, so uh, Vicky with her driving was able to get through all of those. Man, this is where they discovered Pluto. <laughs> <laughs> the viewing room where they discovered Pluto. Yeah, this so is finally. so cool. It's like, I know we're in danger right now, but like, we were going to come here for like years. Percival <laughs> Lowell was here like for decades. He worked here. He looked up in the stars and boom, planet, you know? <laughs> the first dark city in, in, in America. In a good way. <laughs> Even darker now. <laughs> As you guys bust through the double doors of the viewing atrium, the same place they discovered Pluto. 
um, which is a large, almost lecture-sized classroom uh, with the kind of talking pit at the bottom cool. leading down. So there are stairs uh, with desks leading My down to the bottom, leading to the, the telescope itself and a large viewing TV so you can see what's happening uh, through the telescope. As soon as you guys enter, you don't see anyone, but to your left, you see what looks like this chrysalis on the wall. This kind of giant, undulating, almost black tendrils like venom chrysalis. That can't be good. That looks pretty bad, right? And as you take a better look at it, you can see something sticking through the chrysalis just a tiny bit. Uh, it seems to be a crossbow. Um, I'm going to go pick it up, please. Uh, it's stuck into the chrysalis itself. What little bit is peeking out is like 10% of it. But Hunter, as you go to like jostle it a little bit, you realize that you have a matching crossbow. Hunter, what is it with you and crossbow? It's Miss Vanessa's crossbow, everybody. Is she in there? Is, is, is it like, okay, uh, is it possible for me to chip mm-hmm. away at the chrysalis or is this like... Is this not possible? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, go I'd ahead like, and roll plus volatile for me. Yeah, I'm going to take my crossbow out, and I'm going to, like, hit use the butt of the crossbow to, like, hopefully, like, chip out whatever material is encasing yeah. this thing. Okay. Roll plus volatile. Okay. My volatile sucks. Uh, while so. that's happening, uh, Vicky is going to use her new hex, uh, Empowered Bond, on Jack. So, Jack, on your next roll, uh, you can instead use one of my stats. Oh, sick. Okay. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, As (laughs) you kind of reach up to it, the chrysalis itself on the wall is a little bit higher than the rest of the desks of the viewing atrium. It's kind of like in the center, so the desks have already kind of gone down in their degrees as the, the seats themselves level off into stairs leading down into the viewing atrium. So she's kind of high up. She's a little bit taller than you can reach. So you're having trouble. You're you're beating off a bit of the chrysalis, but it's more like at her feet than anything. Okay. Jack, do you think okay. you could you could burn this off without hurting her? Obviously. I don't know about the second part, but um yeah, I mean it it worked like the first time I used my power, so if it doesn't work now, I don't know what I can do. <laughs> would be really embarrassing. <laughs> Thanks, dude. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm going to... All right. You can roll plus dark or with Vicky's hex, you can roll plus with any of her stats. I'll do um, I'll do dark because I already have a plus two on it. So I'll, uh, I'll save that for my next one. And I'm going to use my original spell, Lightning Leech. Nine. <laughs> All right. With a nine, Jack, you focus on the tips of your fingertips as lightning shoots out from both of your hands as it blows a chunk of the chrysalis away uh, enough that you can see Miss Vanessa's gooey head uh, underneath as she spits some of the, the goo and detritus from the chrysalis itself out onto the floor. Uh, you hear her shout, Watch out! Uh, I mean- they don't go um, and like I'm gonna uh, unfurl his pocket knife and uh, try to chip away around her head. <laughs> Zez, it's okay. We have you. Vicky will. Vicky will look around for any threats. Yeah. 
As you two begin looking around, you look at opposite ends. So you come to meet the same gaze in the semicircles that you two are looking. As you see Arn, and before you can do anything, you notice that in your close proximity around the chrysalis, there was a glyph placed by Arn as a white veil of light encircles all five of you. Of course. Damn it! You <laughs> you look over at Arn, who seems to have had a rough time with Vanessa. As you can see, he's got little wounds around his body, and he seems to have used a lot of magic at this, because every time you've seen Arn, he's only looked a little bit younger than you all. Despite being roughly sixty, I you look at Arn now, Irish and he is definitely looking sixty years old. Wait, so are you telling me that Miss Vanessa and Arn got in like a magic battle, and they like drew, like both of them, like they they, they did a draw? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's freaking insane. <laughs> is is Miss Vanessa the same age? I mean Vanessa. Yeah, she's still she's still regular Vanessa age, still your guys' age. He's gonna try and keep like cutting out free, Vanessa. It's not gonna. Doesn't have to go down like it did last time. Okay, I need you to wake up. I'm, I'm, I'm fine, Nate. I was just trying to stop you all from heading into this. Well, too late. Trap. You know us. We always walk into the trap. <laughs> you get a plus one if you want to do something. Yes, yes, I, I do. For Vic or Vanessa, yeah. Oh yeah, no, you followed the plan. You saved. Van- you got Vanessa, so you would have gotten a plus forward. Yeah, you take you take your time with it, and you're easily able to cut her down. Okay, Vicky, we gotta break the shield. Got it. Oh, do you? Do you not even want to talk to me? Shut up, Arn. We know what you did. I haven't trusted you from the <laughs> beginning, dude. How'd the exorcism go? Uh, like you care, man. <laughs> I do. I'm really curious about it. <laughs> Nick, that was such a shaggy thing to say. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like you care, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad it worked. I was kind of bullshitting there for a little bit. Why even help us at all? Why even? Why even help us back when? Back when I died. Oh, I didn't do much there. I'm, uh, I had one goal, and that was to make sure that enough magical energy seeped in from the Undar over to here, uh, so that Lucy can come and take it over. And I just so happened to luck out finding you, because wherever Enigma Inc. went, bad shit was bound to follow. The spell I actually gave you for the exorcism only works on Chosen, as you know, um, both Oliver and Nate as he points to both of you. You know, the Chosen are not really physical beings. The first time they come over here, um, they're more spirits. And then once they finish their job, they go into their real body. Oh, okay, got it. Yes, yes, that is correct. And did, wait, did these table talk, do these guys know about me? <laughs> I don't think they did, right? <laughs> oh, I guess uh, not. I don't think I told them. Yeah, your team does not know necessarily about being a Chosen at all. Oh, yeah. But much less should Arn know about you and Oliver being... Well, he might know Oliver's a Chosen, as he used to hunt with him, but there's only a few ways he can assume that you are. So, uh... Yes, and then the second time you're reborn, you get to live your life. And I taught that was bullshit. Wait, what, what, what? Wait, so Mr. Bones and and Nate both... Nate? ...died... Melissa died, but, like, you guys both came back. I, um, I never really came back. I, I stayed the same bones. <laughs> and Nate 
came back through Randy's body. It wasn't a real death. Well, it felt plenty, plenty real to me. I'm tired of people like you, Arn, controlling people's lives, controlling people's destinies. And you are you saying that you purposefully killed Melissa before her time as a Chosen? Is that what you're saying? No, 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 no. Melissa's not the Chosen here. You guys got it all ass backwards. You're pointing at the wrong person. My spell just happened to work on Melissa as a ghost. You're looking at the other Chosen. Commercial break. <laughs> Back from commercial break. You're looking at the other Chosen. <laughs> so even if we kill you, you're gonna come back as some yes. thing oh, probably okay, and I'll like look at Nate and Mr. Bones. <laughs> <laughs> some thing thanks, Jay. <laughs> no, 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 that's, the, that's where you're wrong. I'm not planning on dying. A Chosen before they usher in their fate is immortal. I mean, look at the fucking skeleton you've been working with for the past century. Hey, that's our fucking skeleton friend. <laughs> Douche. <laughs> I've done everything in my power to defy my fate so that I may never die. So, Table Talk, we want to... Arn's in the way of us destroying Lilith. <laughs> Not Lilith. Is this Evangelion? What? Lucy. Lucy. <laughs> Lil- yeah. Lil- this is actually supernatural. We turn around, <laughs> Sam and Dean are behind us. <laughs> um, so Ar- Arn's in between us and, and Lucy. Well, is that portal. what I'm understanding yeah. right yeah. now? Yeah, Lucy hasn't been summoned yet as the, the final portal has not been opened. It might even be Arn and Lucy's fault that we've had to deal with so much stuff from the Andar since the beginning, because they've been seeping stuff over from he- from there since before we were born. So, <laughs> this might end all of it, man. Um, I, I think Nate's gonna, like, sort of, like, step towards Arn a little bit closer. Be like, but how do you know what your fate is? I mean, it's it's easy to figure it out. You're always being pushed toward it. Always going on a name. Well, how do you know that your fate isn't to die here today? If all of it, if all all these roads led here, (laughs) of what use was the road? Uh. (laughs) I think Robocop's definitely like watching Nate step up to the plate here and is going to slowly draw his crossbow. Eight. With an eight. You get to choose one from below. And they give you a condition in return. So you can choose that. You lose a string on Arn. You don't have any strings on Arn. You gain one on them. Arn gains a condition. Or you take plus one forward. So does he have a string on me? N- no. I guess I'd like to gain a string on on Arn. Maybe just connect with him as a chosen. All right. Yeah. And since you rolled... Oh. Yeah, connected as a chosen. And as you rolled an Seven to nine, Arn gets to give you a condition. Arn has defied his fate thus far. He's lived, no matter what, in his first chosen body, Nate. Yeah. Something you want. You want to live on. You're going to gain the condition tempted. Oh no. Oh no. I have no intention of dying here, boy. Really? You don't look like it. You and I, we want the same thing. Why are you why are you working with them when you could be working with me? Because this is my fate. This is my family. This is Enigma Inc., goddammit! 
I'm gonna I'm gonna point my crossbow at Arn. We're still covered in like a bubble, right? Yeah, <laughs> you won't be able to hit him, man. But that's but it's a good threat. We got yeah. Him. Uh, as you do it, Arn moves his fingers around, and then there's a little hole in oh. the beast spell that you could easily shoot out of. Oh, so he wants you to shoot him? Oh, that's dangerous. No, 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 no. I'm just I'm point I'm poised and ready. It's he hasn't Mexican made any moves on. yet. I'm I'm just ready. He's just baiting. I I thought you. I, I thought you wanted to do it. Don't you want to be the big hero, RoboCop? Shoot me! I'm. Uh, oh no! Don't do it, RoboCop! Sympathetic tokens for for Hunter. All right, I can I can do this the old-fashioned way. I'd like to cast Empowered Bond on Hunter, so this will what involve some of me just going on and on in Undar for a while. You can use one of Sarah's stats instead of volatile. Oh, okay. I was like, are you trying to shut <laughs> me down right now? <laughs> Uh, no, I'm giving you the ability to shut Arn down. Okay, okay, I, I see. <laughs> I was like, Sarah, what the fuck, are we on the same team? As you cast this spell in this protective glyph, it goes off. Hunter, uh, Empowered Bond works. But you watch as the magical energies try to flit off after being used. They hit the, the kind of edge of the magical bubble. And right back to you. As Vicky, you're going to take four harm. From oh, this. Gosh. Oh, oh gosh! No. Oh gosh! Oh gosh! I am. We see this I happen. Am, or is it? I am. I am. I am at no. I am. I am. I am out. I am out of. I have all harm. Oh no! Oh gosh! Oh no! No. <laughs> so you get to choose at this point. Do you uh, want to become your darkest self, or lose all the strings you have on everybody? Uh, I'm gonna go darkest self. You know what? Screw it. <laughs> We're going darkest self. Uh, the time for subtlety and patience is over. You're too powerful to put up with that garbage any longer. You hex anyone who slights you. All of your hexes have unexpected side effects and more effective and are more effective than you are comfortable with. To escape your darkest self, you must offer peace to the one you have hurt the most. Oh. And I, the thing, I don't know who I've hurt the most. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm starting to think that what I've heard. I'm starting to think that what I've heard the most is myself. Oh, <laughs> when I see you have to make peace with yourself. When I see oh, this, like, happen to Vicky, I think it's clear that like this shield is going to prevent us from using magic. So I'm gonna be like immediately just dart in, and Vicky already used um, the bond on me, so I can already use that. I'm going to try and <laughs> shut Arn down. And what I do is throw my fist into the hole that he created in his shield. And then when my hand is outside of it, shoot leech, lightning leech out of my hand at him. So just basically punch him in the face with lightning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, roll plus dark 20. I think uh, Nate will, do, will like sense, sense your, your movement and then like, like duck down like out of the way at the last second so he doesn't see you coming. <laughs> we tag team moved it. Perfect. <laughs> nice, nice. Damn, I got five. <laughs> With a five, you attempt to shove your fist for a hole that was meant for an arrow. <laughs> You're still a teen boy, not gonna fit no matter how dexterous your hands are. As you prematurely let off the spell, I knew it. you got like two fingers through the hole, but your other two fingers are heading backwards. You're able to get the spell off. It does hit Arn, like square in the heart. Whoa! But uh, uh, your other fingers that did not make it in the hole bounce off the reflective force 
of the encampment. Yeah. And you take four harm. Oh, no. <laughs> hmm. I'll go into my darkest self. I tried Jack, to be a Jack, good boy. Jack, no! Jack, no! <laughs> they, they, they don't go try to, try to comfort him. Can you read off your darkest self for us, Marcus? Yep. You do your best to be a good boy, but you come from a very bad place. Let's face it, you're a mangy, unlovable beast from hell. You are born to snarl and bite. Anyone who has gotten close to you needs to be driven away, violently if necessary. You must return to the shadows, dragging the damned back down there with you. You escape your darkest self when disrupted by a virtuous hero or when the power of true love tempers your resolve. What? (laughs) (laughs) So I definitely go into like a more beastly form of like, I just can't control the power that's like been building inside of me. Jack, it's okay. This is what he wants. Listen to me. Oh, and then I have uh, I have uh, Super Saiyan two like lightning s- static in the I air around me. I was about to say, <laughs> yeah. Jack looks like he has Super Saiyan two lightning <laughs> around him. As after this happens, after Arn is hit, he's struck. He flies a few feet back. You watch the hole in his chest from Lightning Leech leech shot all the way through. Oh, shit! Arn is bleeding out on the other side of the atrium. We watch his blood trickle down the steps down towards the atrium. And the encampment breaks. Whoa! I am going to finish off Arn. Vicky, no, we we have to go as a group. We can't split up. We can't control ourselves, man. We're our darkest selves. I, 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 yeah, I no, we're our darkest selves. I'm doing, I'm doing filler talk. Yeah, <laughs> for drama. <laughs> I'm in character. <laughs> Vicky rushes off, and Jack, you know that one of the ways that you'll feel better is if you're the one who finishes off Arn. Oh my god. Yeah, I have Jack, to drive him away me. violently if necessary. You know what Dennis was like? Dennis was like, I'm just going to make this episode so fucked up. Gonna make the two best friends kill each other. <laughs> because because that that uh, that lightning lich going through um going through uh, Arn was like some Naruto Kakashi shit. That's what that was. <laughs> okay, so I'm assuming Jack, you like pushed me aside or something. <laughs> yeah, anyone who's gotten close to me needs to be driven away. Yeah, so I'll like throw you off of me and run at Arn. So you said that I'm Dennis. You mean I'm directing at who? You're, you see that Vicky is already jutted off towards Arn with intent to finish him off, but that's, that's not her kill. That's your kill. Yeah, I know. Damn it. Um, All right. I'm going to run. I'm going to run. <laughs> as, as, as J- uh, Nate watches Jack and Vicky both like rushing off to fight Arn by themselves, I think he wants to gaze into the abyss. All right. Roll plus start. I'm losing him. It's all happening. How do I stop this? Uh, I got a. Eight. Nine. Got a plus one, right? Nine. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nine. The, vis- the abyss shows you confusing and alarming visions, but you get your answer nonetheless. You see glimpses of what is your... As you go into this vision, Nate, you are so close to fate. This is the moment that you were made for. And you see what's going to happen, whatever happens for the rest of this episode. You watch the episode. <laughs> that you watch the episode happen. Yeah, it's, it was hit and miss. <laughs> <laughs> As you feel 
a bony hand on your shoulder again. As Dennis says, good night, variables. <laughs> you return to it now. Dennis's bony hand. Yeah, you gotta get that checked out, man. <laughs> yeah, I got really thin fingers as Mr. Bones goes. Yeah, I thought the ep- epilogue was really good, too. <laughs> you know what's gonna happen, Mr. Bones? <laughs> Oliver puts his hand on your shoulder and he goes, this is the way it was supposed to be. It's so hard to, like, face the, the you know, impenetrable wall fate. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh no. Are you talking about Dennis's storytelling? Yes. <laughs> I think Nate will stand, look Mr. Bones in the, in the eye. He's still a bone person, right? Or is he, is he a person? Okay. <laughs> oh, actually I think for a second you see Mr. Bones as he was from like chosen to chosen perspective, but only you see this. Okay, cool. Like, look Mr. Bones in the eye, like take his hands, like really like comfortingly and then he'll look at him and then say you're right he'll turn and and run after uh, Jack and Vicky alright Jack and Vicky you're currently at a standoff right in front of Arn arguing over who has the right to kill Arn and Vicky is going to immediately cast binding on Jack what no I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, what are you gonna cast Jack I'm gonna turn into lightning and and be <laughs> both of you roll plus start <laughs> Oh, hell yeah. You Dude, you're like Electro. A, a lightning beast, yeah. yeah. Or like, uh, what's that guy from Batman Beyond? Uh, that will be a 12. Nice. <laughs> oh. Nice, dude. As both of, your, both of you rolled 12s for the viewers. What? As Binding Hex is going off, it's met, It's a full-ass Harry Potter, Voldemort versus oh, Harry God. Potter yes. beam struggle right now. Good. As both of your magics collide in the center. Also, all of my magics have unexpected side effects when I am my darkest self. <laughs> as the beam struggle is happening, we watch as flecks of this magic fall down to the ground, and they hit the river of blood that is pouring out of Arn and down towards the atrium. We watch as the magic alights the blood into a flame as we see a pool of blood at the bottom floor of the atrium ignite and you guys hear a strong gust of wind as a portal begins opening and as the beam struggle is going on this is the time that Nate heads right over to you. Wait, hang on a second hang on, hold on, hold on where the hell am I? I don't know, you have not initiated Yeah, you are with Oliver Bones and Miss Vanessa on the, what would be the left side of the atrium. Everyone's fighting on the right side of the atrium currently. Okay, continue with the Nate, the Nate thing. I just don't want to forget my turn. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you can do whatever you want right now, Hunter. No, no, no. He, you've got, we've got, we've got a Nate thing going on right now. Let's do that. Are they still like blasting each other? Yeah, they're, they're still in the middle of the beam struggle. Uh, I think Nate looks at the portal. Looks at the beam struggle. Looks at Arn. What's what's Arn doing? Arn's uh, just now about recovering. He's a chosen, so he can't die. Uh, but the wound did hurt, so he like passed out for a little bit. But you can see him just like, He's, like beneath the starting portal to heal up. Arn is on the same level as you guys on the upper part of the atrium. The portal's at the very bottom of the atrium. Yeah, his blood is becoming the portal, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think Nate's gonna like dramatically slow mo, like walk down to the beam struggle, 
look at Arn and be like, and like look at him and say, "This is my choice," and he'll jump in front of the beam. <gasps> what? <laughs> yeah, both of them. Holy shit! I did not <laughs> expect this. Um, <laughs> What are you talking about, bro? I got this. What are you? I'm a chosen. I got this. <laughs> what it wasn't. It was. It was all pomp and. It was. Uh, are you gonna was say? Are you gonna say anything? I wasn't gonna kill him for real, but. <laughs> oh gosh. No, dude. This is the only way it has to be. Because because in order for Jack to be become you know break his darkest self, he needs a virtuous yeah. sacrifice. Uh, yeah. I think Nate wants to do the opposite of what is what was fated to happen. I think. Mm-hmm. Also, what I was kind of leading towards, if you know, table talk, we can cut this if you want, was that if yeah. if Nate dies, his spirit could go into the portal. <laughs> this is this is, and like, he could be got, on the other side. Plans with your spirit, you're fine. This is the this is the equivalent of someone going to the back of the book and reading the last sentence. <laughs> before, well, he before saw the reading. whole episode. <laughs> yes, he knows what's gonna happen. Yes. <laughs> Tearing out the last page. <laughs> Rip that shit out. I don't want to read it. <laughs> As Nate steps into the beam struggle, Hunter, Vanessa, and Oliver all shout out for him to stop, but he walks in, and you're hit. You take four harms. <laughs> At the least. I'm living lightning, so a little bit of me has got into you, by the way. <laughs> Mechanically, you should take like eight <laughs> Because we both rolled 12s. Yep. As at the last second, Vicky and Jack, you realize what's going on. You go to end your spells, but it's too late. There's a bright the flash of light. The person you've heard the most, Vicky. No. <laughs> the portal fills up completely, and the beam struggle has ended. As Jack and Vicky, you both catch your senses. Oh, what the- You realize what's happened, and you both rush to your friend. And he's kind of like- He's down on the ground, a little huddled face into the stairs, you know, if you know the Yamcha death. (laughs) Yes. um, Kind of position, he's exactly in that. As- Melty skin. You both- You both lift Nate around- and you both see Randy. <gasps> yeah, Nate, dude! Wait. Yeah, dude! Nate? Yeah! All right. Randy? Wait, like, this is actually Randy, it's not Nate anymore? <laughs> oh, This is Randy, Randy. He's not alive currently, but it's, but Randy. it's Randy. He's back. <laughs> Can you imagine hiring this actor and then... I'm going to come back. <laughs> He's not even on the fucking poster, that was my bad. Vicky is shocked. <laughs> oh, man. That's good, Randy Huxley. You want you want to run into this mix, Hunter? Uh, yes, please. I feel like I've been on the sidelines the whole time. <laughs> you run over, and you see Randy. Oh my God, it's Randy! <laughs> Wait, but Nate—he didn't have to do that. Where is he? I don't know, man. Oh, the fucking son of a bitch! As you watch Arn cracking his neck and standing up, now fully healed from his injuries. No. Uh, we could have been a good team, him and I. I would have ruled over this husk of a world forever with him, but he decided to 
wanted to follow fate. Wait, are you, wait, is Arn saying this with like a huge hole in his stomach right now? It's like healing up, but yeah. Um, I'd like to shoot him in the eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you have it. You you knock one off, shoot him in the eyeball, he falls back down to the ground. It takes him a minute, he gets back up, the the arrow falls out of his eye, you see a new eye there. Oh, gross, it, like gross. Healing up. <laughs> As you guys see a figure stepping out of the portal. Nate? And you see a tall and slender man that looks a lot like Stephen Young. No, not Nate. <laughs> looks like Stephen Young. <laughs> Oh, wow. Wow, Arn, you son of a bitch, you actually did it. As you can see, the suited figures, like, looking at all of his appendages, almost amazed that he can walk here on Earth. Vicky, Nate's gone. I don't know what to do. I don't know. I... I don't know. He wasn't supposed to do that. We weren't supposed to do that. We, we had a plan. Why didn't it work? Wait, so Steve, remind me Stephen Young's name, or do we not know Stephen? Lucy. Lucy. You know it's okay, Lucy. Okay, cool. I'm going to look at it, I'm going to say, you got what you wanted. Yeah, um, me and all of my cohorts can finally come here to Earth, eat up your moon as a resource. Yeah, I did get what I want. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> yeah. He, do- he does look at you with, like, a, a kind of nice accomplishment. Like, yeah, fuck yeah, I did. Uh, this is gonna be weird, but can I... Can I mm-hmm. stare into the abyss? I just, I don't know what the hell to do right now. And maybe there is nothing to do right oh, now. Oh, man. God, if only you had a move from a different system that, like, allows you to stumble across something at the perfect moment. <laughs> oh my god, this is and it. This is no. the perfect fucking I just wa- moment, Hadley. I, I just <laughs> want everyone cop, to know. Listen to me. <laughs> I just want to let everybody know that everything I've done in my life has led up to this moment. <laughs> that as soon, as soon as I make this next move, if I were to die tomorrow, this would... It would be fine, you know? And that's why we do this for you, Variable. This next I, move, what do you, what do you mean, Hadley? What are you, you going to do? What's the move going to be? Say it. I would say it. <laughs> I would like to oops. <laughs> As you oops, everyone's kind of crowding around Randy's body, both Vanessa and Oliver. As you're looking for something, Hunter, both Arn and Oliver are walking down the opposite sides of the stairs towards Lucy down at the atrium as they, they feel the climax coming of both of their fates. As you go to stand up, Hunter, you accidentally kick Randy's body as you're trying to move down there. <laughs> In the uh, face? No! <laughs> you kick it a little, it jostles his leg, and something pops out of Randy's pocket that's been in there since the first episode. Oh my god. What is it? It's Vanessa's token as that pops out vicky you notice this and you grab it and you put it into randy's hand and then you feel a sense of heat coming from the barrette with the single feather on it and then when you open randy's hand again the feather is gone okay at this current moment hunter you race down before both Oliver and Arn get to Lucy. Hey, motherfucker, I've got a, I got a deal for you. 
Robocop, your voice is changed. <laughs> <laughs> it's because he's confident now and he hasn't lost four harm. I'm the only one who hasn't gotten his darkest self. <laughs> he's truly Robocop now. Yes. Oh. Um, yeah, what do you what do you got there, bud? <laughs> I've I've got this beret. This barrette. No, you don't. That's there no, there with Randy. <laughs> that was a different <laughs> You have to make a deal now. Table talk, this is the end. This deal that is made is the end of the story. Oh my god. So you may all work together or work with Hunter to find a deal satisfactory enough for Lucy I know. that he'll stop this onslaught. I've been thinking, but I don't know what we could give them besides the whole world. Well, because they have it already, right? They, they, there's enough magical energy so that the monsters can live, can move out of the Undark into the real world, right? Mm-hmm. That's what Arn's mm-hmm. whole plan was. They wanted to yep. devour our moon. What do you get the villain who has everything? Something you- that... <sighs> This is, I don't know. I keep having weird ideas like we we build them a city on the moon. Like the Inhumans? <laughs> yes, and there's like a monster city on the moon. <laughs> Do you know Steve Rogers is on the moon? <laughs> I think maybe we have to appeal to his arrogance, right? It's like some kind of deal in which... Maybe he gets to live in the real world, but none of the other monsters do. That way we can only fight one at a time, you know? A good playwright would say something like, we give him Pippin or something, I don't know. <laughs> yes, Pippin's gun. Ooh, ooh, okay. I think I, think I have an idea. It's, yes, yes, please. Okay, so Lucy seemed pretty chill being able to walk around. What if we gave him, like, the life that Nate wanted? What if, like, would he accept, like, you could, you could roam around Earth freely as a person? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. His, his interests aren't selfish. He didn't want to come to Earth just so he could live. He's a man of the people. He's helping out all the monsters and okay. the really higher-up demons. Uh, survive somewhere else. He's he's looking for a home. Okay. <gasps> you know, I got it. Like, but he's look he's looking for that magical energy. Got? That's what we have to do. Almost. So we tie this our world with the Undar world forever and just live with humans in harmony with monsters <laughs> and make everyone not racist. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I feel like gonna, I don't think he's gonna go for that. He wants to have a new home for them where they're welcomed. <laughs> Doesn't mean he's gonna connect. This is up. this is the first idea that he would accept, but you can still keep on working. Okay. I, I was going to say, um, it, this is really hard. I f- and you know what the problem is? Is that it's probably s- staring us right in the face. And as soon as we <laughs> As fig- you look at Oliver and Arn, who you've cut off. Looking at Oliver and Is it Arn? Arn? Arn and Oliver. You look at Oliver and Arn, yeah. They're both chosen. Is there a deal that we could do in which... There are no more chosen. No more. No more chosen. <laughs> no more, <laughs> no more mutants. That is. That is another deal. Lucy will accept. He doesn't want any chosen. Chosens have fate around them. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're huge magnets of magical energy. So, think things go wrong for him. You know, it's like they're the first people are gonna do it. Yeah. Which we're gonna sacrifice Mr. Bones and and Arn. I don't give a fuck about Arn, but Mr. Bones. <laughs> He'll just stay bones. That would have been Nate too if you hadn't have already done that. <laughs> <laughs> I choose my own path, Dennis. Goddammit. <laughs> uh, I, I think the chosen thing is probably the, 
least messy thing. Yeah. And Mr. Bones would probably want to do it. He's a hero. Okay, but it's not it because Dennis would be like, oh yeah, that's it. You said no, I, I'm giving you guys everything, <laughs> allowing you guys to choose. I'm not. I've not railroaded this in any. We probably say you're railroaded. You could have given like, him Pippin f- and been like, "We only think of Pippin." I'd be like, "All right, Daryl comes, Pippin. You sacrifice Pippin." <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> Pippin's a chosen. Um, that'd be like the clue ending. We'll just like play three different endings. <laughs> Here's what really happened. Okay, I because uh, the other option of like monster and human harmony. I feel like that's bound to go wrong. <laughs> yeah. I think Better than work. monster and human destruction. I think it would work. I was thinking... The, the thing is, is that you guys have to remember that all of these monsters are already on Earth. True. And there's no way to get them back as well. This is this is a forever thing currently. But if we make monsters come to Earth, that Cthulhu thing is gonna fucking come to Just walk around. <laughs> I don't want Cthulhu. Vicky. Uh, Vicky. Yeah? I I think we should do it. I think we should offer him a deal to where he can do what he wants, but we'll have the humans cooperate. You're Undar, and I'm human, and I think we, we can make a world with both. And if we have to fight stuff in the future, we can still do it, but... It's better than letting his armor try, uh, his army try and come over and take over everything. Vicky's gonna look over to Hunter, who is already in the process of making a deal, and she's gonna say, "I don't know if that's our choice to make right now." I guess it's up to Hunter then. Yeah, happily. he oofed his way into this. What's the deal? <laughs> so I can't believe I end up, end up being the one that's making a decision here. <laughs> so they'll take all of the chosen being destroyed, or they'll take. Coming here, or they'll take uh, our moon. <laughs> oh my god, there is it's sitting... another thing I think he'd take as well. True okay, love. I'm on the precipice of a Legend of Korra decision right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes! That's what I'm talking about. Wait, what's the, the third option? I'm on the precipice of a Legend of Korra decision right now. If you guys can come up with one more thing, I know what my decision is, but unless there's something else, I know Dennis, what it is. Dennis said there's something else he would accept. The would there's be. a third option. We just have to figure out what it is. I mean, just sacrifice all of us? Just, like, we all go to the Undar world? I don't, I don't know what he would want with us, though. No more magic? Yeah. Offer, offer our magic? The portals have been leaking magic onto Earth. Making Nate happen, giving Jack powers. Yo. You've been you've been leeching off their food source, the thing they need. Okay. okay. So if we but give how them that, how, do, how do we do that? If we, we give them the all of our magic and all of the magic on Earth, yeah. Okay. Then they won't have to feed on the moon. I guess they could just take that. Yeah. Okay. That's another one. Yeah. Okay. But how do we do that though? We'll figure it out, man. If you make the deal, we'll try and do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who's to say it's up to you to do it? Lucy's the powerful one. Or we build them a city on the moon. <laughs> in humans. <laughs> I just, if this was an improv scene, I, I would be the worst improviser right now. If I was sitting here, just No, think- it is, it is, Lucy looks at you and goes, are you gonna, what's, what's going on with that dude? Did you have liter- numbers flashing before his eye. <laughs> <laughs> I've literally been sitting there in silence for like ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you were getting suggestions from your teammates. I'm going to look at him, and I'm going to say, it seems like our job's not done yet, because I know you're hungry, 
And I think the only way to feed you is to give back everything that we have. Everything that we borrowed from you. Stole more like it, I guess. It's not ours. If we promise to put away all the gifts that we've been given, <laughs> will, you, will you not enslave us? Like, will you not come here and kill everybody? I get to feed my people, and you sacrifice the thing that makes you all so special. That's the thing, though. I don't think that it's the magic that makes us special. I don't think it's the, the stuff that makes <laughs> oh us God, special. It's out of time. <laughs> yeah, take... No, no, that's a really good line. Let it stand. <laughs> Lucy chuckles a bit at that. Uh, he's really pleased with that. Oh. <laughs> all right, all right. God, I had spent so much time about getting here, I'd never thought about making it back, but yeah, I guess with a little bit of help, I should be able to reverse the portal. With a little help from my friend, starts playing with the Beatles. He just wants to feed his kids, you know? I mean, he's just yeah. <laughs> trying yeah, to bring home the bacon. He's the hero. <laughs> but I'd like to sweeten the pot a little bit. Ooh. Oh, as he, he cocks his eyebrow. We'll give it all up. We will. We'll. Sp- I'll. I'll crawl the rest. Of the- I'll crawl this earth to make sure that everything gets sent back to you. But we want our friend back, real oh. Nate, not fucked up Nate, that is inside someone else's body and has problems. Not that having problems is a problem. <laughs> oh. But we don't want. Season. We don't want to do season three without him. <laughs> Bold of you to assume there's a season. Three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's the most villainous thing. That's the most villainous thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Holy oh, shit! There was no defense. Holy fuck! I want to make it clear that I am one of the strongest beings that exist. I rule over a council of people that are stronger than you will ever be. I fear no one, nothing. But the Chosen, the Chosen I'm absolutely terrified by. Whatever happened to your friend, that's out of my hands. So I think it's good if we just keep our deal this way. I'll leave a portal open if you ever want to come look for him in the Undar, but I think we're square. Yeah, man. Just get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he's chuckling. He really fucking enjoys your Nice, dude. Uh, he, like, pats your shoulder that he was holding. All right, I'm going to need a lot of energy uh, to make this happen as he looks at both Arn and Oliver. He looks at Arn finally, and then he snaps. And you watch as Arn begins dissolving no. I mean, uh, before yes. your very eyes. <laughs> No, no, this can't be it. Fuck you! As he's gone Thank God. into dust, as the dust flies into the portal, we watch as the portal kind of stagnates. It's not shooting energy out, it's just kind of this 
plane, this window of existence at the current moment. Uh, and then he looks at all of you. I assume you have ties to this one, if you guys had any last words. As he's motioning over towards Mr. Oliver. Bones. No! He's taking a... <laughs> Mr. Bones, no. That's your last word. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> they have race cars in heaven, man. We'll give you the remote. As <laughs> so Vanessa <laughs> runs over, and she kind of leaping, hug jumps Oliver. As Oliver catches her physically weird looking that the skeleton was able to catch her weight. But he does nonetheless. It's like Nightmare Before Christmas. He's a skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> he uses a bony finger to wipe a tear away from her face as Miss Vanessa goes up and she goes, I'll see you in the next life. Oh. And Oliver oh. nods and goes, yeah, of course. Okay, well, may- way to make me feel bad oh, about it, Dennis. Sad. Way to make me feel bad about as, this. As Lucy snaps again. And just like fucking Tony Stark holding Spider-Man, Oliver dissolves into dust. You're, you're kidding me. <laughs> and the, the dust flies over to the portal. The portal changes colors from this deep red to this very calming blue as the portal looks completely inversed. You watch as... Well, you see kind of pulls up the the sleeves of his suit a little bit and goes all right this one's gonna be a little bit more and he snaps with both fingers as you guys the roof above the atrium kicks right the fuck off blown off like a tornado as lucy is now summoning all of the monsters and energy and magical energy in the world through this one portal as you watch, oh, you know, powerful. monster after motherfucking Babadook, Nessie, just coming through this, put the Chupacabra, uh, the Jersey City Devil, every mythical thing you can think of. <laughs> Your dad! <laughs> Everyone's dad flies through the portal. Wait, Everyone's Vicky had a dad? <laughs> Along with all of the magical energy as both Jack and Vicky, you start feeling that magical energy leave you as well. Oh, no. I think I'm like literally holding like a ball of lightning in my hands and it just slowly wilts away into nothing and just like blows away and like I can feel the charge is gone. Yeah, no, uh, whatever book Vicky had and used probably just like ignites and the ashes go away. (laughs) Whoa. Yeah. And then there's peace and calm. You look up at the night sky. It's now midnight, finally. It's not the blood red moon. It's still the eclipse of the blood red moon, but the night sky has returned back to normal. This deep, dark, purplish, navy blue, and you see stars littering the sky. Well, um, that was an event, people. Uh, had a great time, wonderful deal. If you ever need anything, um, and he taps the portal, uh, feel free to come on by. Um, sh- sure, yeah. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll keep in touch. <laughs> everybody looks like, ah. keep, <laughs> keep it loose, dudes! He throws up the shotgun and hits through the portal. Man, he really knew a lot about 
human life. <laughs> Wait, where did where did Miss Vanessa's token go? I put it in Randy's hand, and it's not there anymore. And you go to look to see where Randy is, and he's not there anymore. Oh no! And then you turn over your shoulder a little bit, and you see Randy using one of the desks to help himself stand up. Uh, Randy? That was a long dream. <laughs> Vicky has that moment where, like, hands her mouth, she looks like she's gonna cry. Dude, I think you're a werewolf, man. Like, my whole body is- what did you say? (laughs) Nothing, I just- I realized I never got to say that before, but- Hey, Robocop, are you okay? Yeah, man. I'm great. I'm actually way better now. Vicky is now actually crying. (laughs) You don't know how long we've been waiting to get here. I mean, it's like a 20-minute drive. <laughs> <laughs> like, if that. Hey, Randy. Uh-huh. Randy. Why is my whole body asleep? Oh, Shut okay. up. You got it. Uh, <laughs> it's been a few months, just so you know, man. A few months? Yeah. I, I did think we win state? <laughs> no, I think you missed some practices. Actually, I think they did win, but I don't think you were there. That's impossible. You won state, <laughs> Wait, what are you saying right now? You sound crazy right now. <laughs> Sorry, dude. <laughs> okay, I'm really hungry. Hi, Randy. <laughs> Randy has not noticed Vicky at all. Now I just feel bad. There's a bunch of food over at the the wedding it's rehearsal fine. that you skipped it's out on. Fine. Vicky, are you okay? What's you good? Like, what's everybody? What's everybody so upset about? Like, did did something happen? A lot of things happened. But I am so, so glad to have you back. I never left. (laughs) uh, Sure, man. Do you feel anyone in there with you, man? Like, maybe somebody uh, who's, like, a a cool dude who, like, I don't know how to describe him. His name's Nate. Do you feel any other voices in there with you, or? Like, my conscience? Yeah. Yeah, he might sound like that. Now, Randy's actually one of those non yeah he doesn't yeah, have cool yeah, thinkers. Definitely. He only sees images. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. I wasn't kidding about the hungry thing, though. I feel like I haven't eaten in weeks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you all head back and catch up Randy on what's going on. Back to the wedding rehearsal. You notice everyone just breaking out of the trance of the eclipse as the blood-red moon has finally passed. You guys have finished your hunt. As I noticed, like, the moon has turned back to normal, I think I want to, like, look around and open my third eye, and it, like, doesn't open. And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, yeah, you only crap. have two eyes okay. now. Uh, I guess that's cool. I guess it's over. When we get back to the wedding rehearsal, Vicky is finally gonna come clean to Randy. About how she Yeah, felt. as you're setting up everything, there's a couple of side conversations. Hunter and Paul meet up, and Paul goes, Oh, did um, everything go alright? Everything went perfect. Can we go make out now? Yeah, of course. As you guys go to the backwoods and make out instead of standing there for the wedding rehearsal. <laughs> <laughs> we cut to Agnes and Jack as Agnes goes like, Um... What is this text? Yeah, just ignore all that. I know it's like, I sent like three texts over each, like a long wall of work. Just don't even read any of that. Hey, um, I am super excited for prom. Um, can I kiss you? 
Yeah, she's bewildered, so she just says yes. Sweet. I want to kiss her. <laughs> you kiss. And then uh, we cut to Randy and Vicky. Randy, uh... Randy's just like, like, like he has fistfuls of food. <laughs> um... Sorry, I'll do my mouth full. Sorry. No, that's okay. Um, did you have plans to go with anyone to either your school's prom or... Mine, I... I'm going about this all wrong. This is really hard. Um, yeah, I guess I really hadn't thought about it, because, uh, you know, I was... I like you, Randy! <gasps> oh. Uh, uh, I like you too, Vicky. I have for a while, and I didn't really realize it until you were gone for a little while, and... I'm sorry I never said or did anything about it sooner. No, that's, a, that's okay. Um, wow, that's a, that's a lot to, to, to deal with right now. Um, and I'm sorry for adding on to that. I understand. It. No, it's okay. Uh, you know, life's short, man. Uh, he'll like gently like put down his food. Like back on the like on the table, and you, like get down on one knee. Like, oh wait, no, wait, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, and they will like just like grab Vicky's hands, and be like, "Do you want to go to prom with me?" Yeah, I'd like that a lot. And did you want to go to my prom with me? Yeah, like is it tonight? When is it? Is it tonight? <laughs> Prom's next month. Okay. I, I oh, just okay. thought that would be important to point out because they go to two different schools. Hey Vicky, yeah. what what day is it? <laughs> Vicky will continue to catch up Randy on everything. As you watch as both Daryl and Lisa Haggerty are clapping, even though it's the middle of their wedding <laughs> rehearsal, they're proud of you and your little promposal. I gotta, like, work out a little bit, though. I feel like I really let myself go. <laughs> as you get back in positions and finish the wedding ceremony, you all actually overhear a conversation between Lisa Haggerty and her sister, as her sister seems really excited. She was the officiate for the wedding. What made you guys stay so late for a wedding rehearsal? As our flight just got in, she seems to be going on and on about this really big news about how her son has awakened out of a coma. And what with Daryl and Lisa getting married, like, why doesn't she just move to Flagstaff and she'll bring him along with them? As we hit epilogue cutscene mode. Not everybody who comes out of a coma is Nate, alright? <laughs> <laughs> the month flies by and prom steadfast approaches, and for the first month, you guys don't have to deal with a fucking monster in two years. Oh, that must be nice. Oh. Well, As yeah, you guys enjoy teen life leading up to prom, we see that Captain Phallus is headlining prom. Yeah, there's a full book for prom, and they're headlining. Uh, good. A lot of good things on the undercard. Whoa. We see Agnes and Jack dancing, embracing with each other. Same with Paul and Hunter, and the same with Vicky and Randy. As they prom hop to the next prom and do it all over again. Everybody just seems so different. 
you know, like in a good way. Like before, everybody was like, you know, you could tell they were kind of sad, but I feel like everybody's like better now, you know. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. That was wonderfully astute of you, Randy, and Vicky's oh, gonna hold real? his hand. <laughs> <laughs> Randy will like hold their hand and be like, "Yeah, all right." And they they uh, they go off in a in a, in a carriage. <laughs> Horse drawn. Oh my gosh. Supplied by Vicky's mom, I'm assuming. Oh, 100%. These are all Franken horses. Yes. <laughs> yes. These horses look weird. <laughs> as you carry on your days as Enigma Inc., you still meet up just to make sure everything's on the up and up as far as magic goes. Look into ways to find how to get that magic back for yourselves, maybe just in case. You know, at Dale Simmons real estate company, where it's also the lair of Enigma Inc., there happens to be a brand new real estate agent who is kind of skinny and wiry. He's, like, very thin as a person. You know, a very pale white and these very dark eyes. I mean, you you look at this dude and you just, you get the sense that he's all bones. (laughs) (laughs) As both him and Vanessa share a smile. As you all continue through school, eventually things are rearranged so that you're all now going to flag high. Nice. And as you guys begin your senior year, you guys are excited to see Miss Hardy back in school. She had she had taken off some time, you know, to have her baby, Nate Haggerty. Oh. As... <laughs> what the heck? That's pretty cute. <laughs> As the double doors open up and all five of you enter school, you look up the stairs and you see a new kid, the other Haggerty kid. You see him with his very shaggy blonde hair, wearing a little chain around his neck. And you get this eerie sense that you know this person. Oh, that's a crazy image. All these five people looking at this one kid. <laughs> hey, dude. So you're, uh, you're Miss Haggerty's, like, nephew, right? Uh, yeah. We are, I don't really know how to explain it, but, like, we're really close friends with them. You know, we, uh, we, like, rent out this business space from, uh, Daryl, so. Um, what? We'll probably be hanging out or whatever. Or see you around, I guess. Wait, hang on a second, hang on yeah. a second. What's your name? It's Nick. <laughs> Nick. <laughs> Nick who? Haggerty. Haggerty. We not paying Ooh, Skywalker. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. You should have said Sky. There was. A, there was. A, I was. I was setting you up. I was. That was a setup. I got the bit. I, got the bit. I, got the bit. <laughs> I see what you're doing. Oh, no. I fucking ignite a lightsaber. Uh, that's pretty weird, man. Not gonna lie. Uh, uh, I guess that's cool. Dude, honestly, we just couldn't stay away from Pippin. Yeah, he's pretty cute. You want to get, like, lunch or whatever? Like on a date? <laughs> no, like hanging out. No. But it could be. <laughs> <laughs> you just said it like it was... Okay, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I don't really know anybody else here. Um, I guess I'll hang out with kids who are friends with my family. <laughs> and my weird aunt who's a teacher. Yeah, you can uh, you can sit with us, man. I'll bring it back to the group at, the, like, the lunch table. <laughs> As you all huddle around and meet Nick, we pan out of Flag High, we pan out of Flagstaff, Arizona, we pan out of Arizona, 
and we see the magicless world before us. So sad, but happy. That's the end of our episode. So that is the end of the return to Lake. Shut the fuck up, (laughs) 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 Of return to Lake Mary, and that's where we're end our session today. And I'm Dennis Ray. I was your MC and your keeper. Oh, man. I'm Marcus. I played Jack Seymour for two seasons. I'm Nick, and I played two dead people. Uh, Nate Prosper and uh, Randy, Randy Watchwiler. And Nick Haggerty. Nick Haggerty. And Nick Haggerty, who's the alive person. I'm Sarah, and I played Vicky Frankenstein. And my name's Hadley, and I played Time Cop, formerly known as Robocop formerly known as Hunter. I can't believe it's over. What the hell? Season two. Yeah. Go to sleep, variables. Sorry to pull an... Marvel Cinematic Universe. I think it was Ant-Man that had the false one. Where Captain America sits down and is like, ah, you waited until the end. Um, If you listen all the way through the episodes, you know, I usually cut out a bit and put it in the end here, but I left the finale largely unedited, so there's no bit to go here, really. But I thought it'd be cool if I gave you all some, like, post-game facts, if you'd like that. If If you're a fun nerd like that. One of the reasons that both Randy and a form of Nate survived in the story was because Nick had taken the move Short Rest for the Wicked out of the ghoul playbook, which states that when you die, wait it out a few hours, you wake up fully healed. So that's actually the reason I brought Randy back. Narratively, Nate would have to come back, as I stated, if a Chosen dies in their first life, after they've completed their fate, they come back. Some other fun facts for the big nerds out there that want their fun MTV pop-up trivia about our series is that it isn't a mistake. Sometimes Daryl will refer to Lisa Haggerty by her middle name because everyone refers to Daryl by his middle name, his full name, Darnell Daryl Jr., because he's Darnell Simmons III, but he goes after Daryl, because he didn't know about his sacrifice, about his grandfather, in a, the flashback episode in episode 7. I score a lot of the characters by themes, so characters have themes, and both. You'll hear the same theme every time that Randy and Vicky, or Randy and Nate, have a conversation. Uh, it's a piece written by Nick called A Song That Should Have Been, kind of alluding to their what should have been relationship had. Randy not passed. And it's pretty obvious to those of you who have listened, but I do the same thing with Melissa Babbitt. She has the underlying theme of Sad Sack, a song by our friends The Old College Try. So anytime she pops up, the instrumental version of that happens. And then during her death scene, we have the one with Fox. And that's about all the fun facts I can think of. But thank you all for listening, and I hope you enjoyed the Lake Mary mythos. As I mentioned, in the review. I don't currently have plans for season three, but I definitely would be open to it. So make a clamor on social media at CTRL Group Pod. Be gay. Roll dice.
an LGBTQIA actual play podcast network.